0: my conscious co-creators or morning if you're on the west coast like some of us are welcome to another edition of the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity i am so so happy that you are all here with me today we've got a wonderful show in store for you today with a dear dear friend of mine i'm thrilled to introduce her to you in just a moment but first of course we have my little section from my book Everyday Awakening, which you can always find at everydayawakeningbook.com. So this section is entitled, True Connection is About Presence. This is a really important topic, so I want you all to really listen closely to this. Connection is not just about mutual interests, although that's a part of it. Connection is not just about common beliefs, although that's a part of it. Connection is not just about shared experiences, although that's a part of it. Connection involves a deeper, more primal bonding. Does the other person feel safe to us? Can he protect me? Can she support me? Can we work together? Can I trust them? Will they keep up their end of the bargain? Do they accept me for who I am? Can I accept them for who they are? Can we truly be present for each other? That's a big one. Can we just be present with another person without judgment or expectation? When when can when we can do that, we have true connection. When we can just sit in someone's presence and be comfortable without having to do or say anything, that's real connection. When we can just simply be with another human being, that's connection. How do we get to that point? By just simply being with ourselves. Being present with ourselves without judgment or expectation. Then we can include someone else. Then we can truly be present and connected with someone else. Then we have the capacity to maintain, encourage and grow the connection. How connected are you with yourself? How connected are you with others? This is really important, and and my loyal listeners know that I've talked a lot over the years about presence uh, on my show, and and the reason why, to me, presence is such an important topic, and this is something that I've learned over the last eight years of my life, um, doing the the shamanic work that I do and, and really doing a lot of deep inner work myself is first of all, when I started to experience real presence, I was amazed at how not present I was. Most of us are running around and we don't even realize how much we're not here. We're not here in this moment. We're busy worrying about what happened yesterday or what's gonna happen tomorrow. What do I gotta do later today? You know, I forgot to call this person back. And this and we're constantly taking ourselves out of presence. And it was really a big aha moment for me, a big revelation when I realized, you know, I often don't feel safe enough to be present. And then I realized, because I wanted to be present, because I saw the beauty and the opportunity of being present with people and, and having that real connection and really, you know, bonding with people, I wanted more of that. And so then I had to learn, well, what does it take to get to that place and in doing my own inner work it really was about being present with myself we we all have these traumas and these things that have happened to us in our lives and we make all kinds of stories about them And, and they affect us in all kinds of different ways and most of the time we're not even aware of how they're affecting us So, when we sit with ourselves, when we do our own deep inner work, and and it doesn't matter what kind of deep inner work, it doesn't matter whether it's therapy, uh, whether it's it's, uh, meditation practices, shamanic work, plant medicine work, whatever kind of process you use for your deep inner work, when we really dig in and we start unraveling and unwinding these knots that we've tied ourselves into over the years. As we unravel them, as we unwind them, then it's just like we breathe this sigh of relief. It's like, ah. and it's just getting to that point where it's okay to be who we are. I mean, for me, that was just such a big revelation that it's it's okay to be me. And it really shocked me how when i learned to just be present with who i am be present with how i was what i was feeling be present to to just what was going on around me that i was able to be so much more present with the person with me i was able to feel them so much more and look this is by no means am i saying that like I I have the ultimate presence. No, I mean, I know people who are so much more present than I am. I just know that I'm a lot more present than I used to be. And that's the key. And that's the direction I'm moving in. And that's what I'm really hoping and encouraging all you listeners to just find a practice that helps you to be more present with yourself with what's going on inside with how you're feeling in your heart, in your body, in your mind and your spirit to really learn to notice the subtleties, to notice where do you take yourself out of presence? What are those things that that pull you out? And see if you can make those okay. Maybe follow the breadcrumbs and so like, why am I not being present in this moment? What about what's going on right here, right now is uncomfortable for me, makes me want to go somewhere else. That can be a really exquisite, exquisite goal for doing the deeper inner work. So that's the section for my book. It's called True Connection. Is about presence about halfway through the book. Um, So uh, remember, you can always get it at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. All right. I think that's a wonderful thing to help set the stage for me to welcome to the show, my dear friend, an amazing social media and marketing strategist, a certified hypnotherapist, a a master leadership coach, a speaker, and a fellow best-selling author, Laura Rubenstein. Laura fuels entrepreneurs' visions through profit-generating strategies, her influencer marketing platform, platform, her blog, and her boutique marketing agency at transformtoday.com. As a feminine power mentor for women visionaries and thought leaders, she facilitates retreats and the Ignite Your Feminine Soul Program. She is the creator of the Feminine Power Cards, which is endorsed by John Gray, the, the author of "Men Are from Mars, Women Are from Venus," a very famous author. Um, which offers practical tools that offer guidance, inspiration, and coaching to make profound shifts in their relationships and professional life. Welcome to the conscious. Welcome back to the conscious consultant hour, Laura
1: i'm glad to be here sam thanks for having me
0: oh my pleasure I'm, I'm so thrilled that you had the time and and we could do this today um so i'm, I'm just curious we' just got a few minutes before break um how did somebody who runs a digital marketing agency and such a su- successful social media marketing strategist how did you like, Get to uh, into this whole thing of creating a feminine power card deck and, and working with women on their feminine power.
1: Well, I have a secret for you. Not such a big secret now, but <laughs> the feminine power work was before my digital marketing agency work. Ah. So, you know, I was ignorant about the feminine until I was about 31 years old. But when I found it, I started exploring it. I embraced it. I wanted to embody it. Um, My entire life changed and it became a passion project of mine. And it's always been in the background ever since. And I've been on various interviews since I came out with the deck in 2007, but I,
0: 2007
1: you came out with, I came out with the deck in 2007, but now I'm circling back to it because so you know, I, w- I was studying the feminine back in 1999, <laughs> mm. and it wasn't there wasn't many people doing that, m- many women talking about it. And when right. I heard, I, of all places, I heard a woman get on stage at a networking event. She had her 30-second talk, and she said, um, feminine power is the most powerful form of energy there is. I was hooked. I got curious. I was like... <laughs> I, ha- I don't know what you just said, but I think it's key for me right now in my life. I was right. at a turning point where I uh, was kicked out of a job and a and a relationship on the same day. Oh
0: wow!
1: <laughs> Both were long term. Wow. And, and it was kind of like the universe saying um, something's got to change here. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed a lot of other people mm-hmm. getting shift. The, the 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 world was shifting. And so when I met this woman, it was just like, it was awesome because up until, I was miserable before I started that journey and I didn't know why. I mean, Mm. I had a great, great relationship. I had a great guy um, and I did self-help programs and did therapy, but nothing gave me answers. Mm. And I started on this path and it was a lot of what you were talking about today with your chapter, connecting to myself, being, learning to be present, acceptance. There's so much that I didn't know I was blind to that was sabotaging my happiness Mm. because of the paradigm I grew up in, which was you can be anything, go out there, conquer the world, right? And I love that. I'm not discounting that at all, but I wasn't bringing in anything else about my joy, my heart, my passion. Mm. I was just, my inner critic was running the show (laughs) Uh, and that had to change. (laughs) So
0: so would you say that you were more in your masculine energy, more in your masculine side than your feminine side when all this started like coming to you and being, Yeah, because I,
1: when, when my mentor asked me, what does feminine mean to you? It meant Laura Ashley Prince and I don't like them. (laughs) so i must not be feminine and Uh, then i started understanding this energy within me that's mm -hmm. always been there multitasking creative thinking out of the box being able to see things that others don't feeling things and i'm like own it baby you know it's like Mm -hmm. what is it? wow oh there's this like this thing that i've just been kind of like no 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 you know, it's bad to multitask, it's bad to this, it's bad, you know, I, you can't trust your, your. you know, what is that, that you know, subtle feeling, and then I owned it, and I, you know, things started manifesting with ease, I had so much more joy, I was able to connect, I was able to, it wasn't even safe to, like, express to little children, like, play with them in baby voice, you know, that wasn't okay mm-hmm. for me at the time, and it was there, it was just like, you don't do that. And you're masculine, right? Like, I didn't have that. I didn't even have that word, right? Right. But that's what it was. And then I was like, let me play with every part of myself. And, and so when I started on this journey, I started writing down the the principles that I was learning to embrace. (laughs) And I wrote them on index cards. And when I'd be in a stuck place, or I'd find myself a little down or sad or melancholy, I would go through this or struggling with how do I resolve this and get back to joy, I go through my little index cards and go like, Oh, I just need to, I need to breathe. I'm being hard on myself. Oh, I'm Mm. I I need to, you know, like, it would just bring me back to staying with something I've been so used to pushing away. And that's where the feminine power cards came out. They were really for me. You know,
0: we we teach what we need to learn. Right. Yeah.
1: And, but then I remembered, you know, I was in corporate at the, you know, early on in my career. And I was like, wow, if I just had a deck of cards in my desk that I could just flip through and bring me back to a centered place, you know, back in, I'm going to use the word loosely balance, um, Mm. back to me, Mm. that would be so healing. It would be such a good tool to have. So, Mm. I, I created them. I did it as, you know, and I did it um, a couple of years into my marriage. So it was like seven years on my journey, you know, mm-hmm. of studying the feminine, embracing the feminine, and then working with others and, and actually teach then teaching others and transforming my own life. My mm-hmm. entire, once I found it, started exploring it, I just, you know, you said like watch your life, you know, be present okay. with your life. I can watch things now unraveling and notice the perfection and the beauty of it all, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it totally changed. And all right, I was, great. Amazed, you know.
0: Let, let, let's hold it there. Um, we need to take a break. Also, I just want to see, I see that uh, Sanaya and William, two of our loyal listeners, are, are tuning in today. Thank you for tuning in. Um let's take a quick break and when we come back, I want to talk about how um using the cards and how like just being more conscious of sort of the feminine how that's really supported you um since that time and and what have you noticed in terms of people you work with um what has shifted between then and now when it comes to talking about the feminine and the masculine okay sure Excellent. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook on the Facebook Live. And we will be right back with my guest, Laura Rubenstein, after these messages. conscious consultant hour awakening humanity so laura uh, you've been working with this idea of sort of feminine energy feminine the divine feminine or feminine power what has sort of shifted to you like if you look to where you are today versus where you were before you created the deck what what's the difference what would people you know what if you know you had an old friend who knew you back then that you haven't seen in a while and then they meet you today what would they say is different about
1: you well i ha- i'll tell you what somebody told me was different and she said when i first met you and you came into this class that i was in she said you were like the ice queen oh and i was like mortified wow And that was actually the class that I was learning about feminine energy. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I, I came, I've come a long way, (laughs) you know, and, um, you know, I grew up on the East Coast, rough around the edges, though I did go to the South for school. So I got a little more socialization. But when I did all my feminine work, I could soften, I could relax. And you were talking about it in your chapter that you read that when you become present and accept who you are the the whips and chains on myself went away and Mm. they allowed me to take them away on everybody else too like if i'm going to be hard on myself i'm likely hard on other people right right especially in more intimate in more intimate relationships so that was probably the biggest thing i softened and then i remember being in another self-help program and and somebody said to me, Laura, your power is in your softness. And then I knew I had arrived because if she saw that and she also saw that I was hiding behind my power suits, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, let's put a scarf around you. Let's lighten up your hair. <laughs> let's, you know, take off the padded shoulder pads at the time, <laughs> you know, let's let's just, you know, you can shift worlds with your softness I, I, i'm
0: curious because as you mentioned like back then when you first started working on this it, it wasn't the, the idea of like the feminine coming into the conversation wasn't really very widely used i mean yeah john gray had come out with his book there were a couple of authors or a couple of books about it but it wasn't really in the conversation the general conversation as much as it is today what have you seen in working with fellow women it's pretty, it's, specifically like professional business women, what have you seen as the difference over the years?
1: A willingness to embrace their nurturing and intuitive side, bringing that fully, owning it. However, it's not, we're not fully there because a lot of the women today are saying to me, I don't, I wanna be taken seriously. I don't wanna be seen as weak. So how that we're still wondering, how can we, I know, I love my feminine side. I love that, you know, we're in the conversation now before we were like infants. Now we're somewhere between toddlers and elementary school, you know, preschool type of thing. So it's like, we've gotten a facility with it. We are starting to feel it out and express it in the world, but we hold back because we're not sure the world can, is ready for it, right? Or where it can handle what happens, or we're going to be as effective. We're still at the effect of the value in the culture of this highly masculine forward right. paradigm.
0: Right, right, uh, And 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 there are even women who are still perpetuating it. And and I I think of I haven't read the book myself. I think it was Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In where i've heard some women sort of criticize it a little bit where she where a lot of the things that she talks about in the book is actually encouraging women to be more masculine in a way when you're in the corporate environment which in, in some ways i understand is necessary because of the environment but the point is to try and change that right
1: the point is and if we all, if we all can embody this we'll see a massive shift in our world for the better which is Allow your feminine to be the wise guide mm. and then allow the masculine to take heed of what the feminine wisdom is and put it into action. Right. When we come into concert concert with our energies and we use them in a way that really doesn't stress us out but it recreates flow it creates magnetism it creates love it creates harmony creates create creativity it is creative Mm -hmm. um we will see such harmony come we will see the shift we will that is where my vision is i see that coming so it's not that we just have to bring in the feminine we have to you know understand how they best play and absolutely, there's a place for the masculine. This is not about replacing it. This is about leveraging, you know, leveraging both of them. <laughs> Want to talk in masculine terms. It's like, this is good for everyone. Mm-hmm. I I like to say, why wouldn't every male person on this planet who's in their masculine be a feminist? Right, (laughs) because when you're in harmony with that feminine energy in your life, your life is superb. It is Mm -hmm. heaven on earth. So why wouldn't you want that?
0: (laughs) And and it's interesting because before you even said this, William on the Facebook Live said, "How will the feminine help a man improve?" Right, and and it's so the same dynamic. It's it's like knowing when is appropriate to, to embody what side of ourselves, because we all have masculine and feminine within us, don't we? Absolutely. Right. And, and so, and, and, you know, people talk about balance and I tend to think of it more as harmony Mm. of, of getting the two sides to work together, because sometimes, whether you're a man or a woman, you might be in a certain situation where you do need to be more in the masculine energy, you know, something that does need to get done and you, you need to be the one to do it. But there are times when it's more important to be in the feminine side, a little more passive, maybe relaxing or connecting with people, what have you. And it's not about one is better than the other, but it's just there are different situations where one type of energy might be more appropriate, appropriate mm-hmm. than the other.
1: And if you think of the con- it as a continuum, like feminine, masculine, masculine, feminine, whatever on either side, and you're constantly, you know, a little like sliding piece on that continuum in your daily life right and as you notice it like you said be aware of where you're at go deep is this the best harmony for you right now is this create is this location this place you're putting your energies the right spot for you right now for the harmony you want or the joy you want or the peace you want and if not do you need to soften do you need to energize, beef up the muscles, get feeling stronger in your body, stronger in your command of, you know, your team, whatever. Um, but do you have to listen and sit back because things are too intense? You know, like you just constantly slide with this so that you can, it's like a wave moving with the wave of life. Um, so. It, there's nothing wrong with the masking, but when we do something too much and we don't bring in anything else that's available and can make it juicier, make it life easier, you get stressed. <laughs> we have a world that doesn't work. It's overdone,
0: right? And and I also just want the audience to be aware: this isn't just talking about people who identify as a man or a woman or is born a man or a woman. It doesn't matter whether you're. Uh, uh binary non-binary uh trans or, or lgbtq plus whatever it, it it's these energies exist within all of us it it doesn't matter what our uh, appearance what our orientation what any of that is because this is talking about archetypal fundamental energies within ourselves
1: yes i agree completely
0: Awesome. Okay. Um, I see Patty also checking in, loyal listener Patty from Illinois this time. I don't know, Patty, you're always (laughs) going all over the place. Girl power. She says, my daughter taught her daughter to be strong before she left this space. Sorry to hear that um, she left, uh, but I hope your granddaughter will learn better. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, Laura, I'm curious about, you you, you had said early on that, that this is something you had developed a long time ago. And why is it come back around now? Why have you decided with with all the other amazing things that you do, like helping certain authors get their book published and and getting us to number one, thank you very much, um, uh, why this is coming back around for you? And why have you decided to focus on this more now, Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Laura Rubenstein, and we will be right back after these messages.
3: Howdy, I am
0: Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Just consulting our awakening humanity. I just want to give a shout out to loyal listener William, and he says, "I like the word harmony." You said what I was thinking. I guess I wanted validation of my thoughts. You're quite welcome, William. Um, So, Laura, what brought this back around? I mean, you said you had created this deck back in 2007. I mean, that was like 15 years ago. Um, What has kind of brought this for you lately front and center, and why are you focusing so much on this now?
1: Hmm. well it's always been with me right it's kind of been my little secret tool and i um i've been doing things here and there with it but i am feeling the pull within me to go deeper myself Mm. to come out of the preschool and go into elementary school now right? right and i don't want to do it alone i find that um a lot of women are talking about the feminine now, but we're doing it in silos, you know, right. um, and I'd love to connect with the other women leaders. So now that other people are talking about it, let's just get on a base, you know, have a baseline conversation and come together mm. and embody the feminine like never before. Like, let's go explore it. Because there are those questions out there. We have to stop getting stop siloing, get out of our silos, come together, because that's what we really love to do. We love to do use that power of connection, be present with each other, provide that safe space to let our hair down, to practice, explore, expand, just embrace, nurture each other. Like, where is the feminine leader getting nurtured? Now, a lot of us you know, we'll take ourselves to the spa. We'll do our meditation practice. And yet we still feel something's missing in our nurturing. And it's that connection, Mm. right? And when women tap into, um, our full or feminine essence and I'm mostly working with women and that's just because I'm the orientation I am. And, uh, the the power we have is is we need to heal there's you know it's more and more anxious world and we have to learn to become a peaceful presence in the face of that and I believe it's only going to happen together
0: and and have you seen sort of a, a shift over the last couple of years so many things have changed in the world over the last couple of years have you seen a shift in how women are responding to your message in just the last couple of years?
1: I think it's more common place to talk about it. Like before I really had to justify, really explain mm-hmm. why we need this feminine. And then everybody's like, yes, we need it. Yes. And in fact, I was just at a women's meeting last week. And one woman who has been in law enforcement for most of her career said, the world's got to change and women are the ones we're going to do it. And right. then I turned to her and I said, you know, being a sister leader, how? <laughs> right? Because I don't have the answers. I know it's possible too. But I was letting my hair down and she goes, I don't know, but we are the ones. And I go, I know. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Let's, mm-hmm. So that's why I want to come together because something's going to emerge and it's not going to emerge from our masculine just thinking it through. Right. We got to right. be it through. We got to feel it through and it's going to emerge in a way that we can't even conceive of right now.
0: Right. What do you think is the the challenge for women to come together behind these kinds of principles? What is it that like kind of has kept it from happening so far? Let me put it that way.
1: I think it's our highly masculinized world and values Hmm. and we have to, you know we're the breadwinners a lot of times we're the ones who have to get stuff done and we we're so we're so masterful in our masculine that letting in something else is at times in certain sometimes we're really good at the masculine in our work sometimes we're really good at it in our relationships and then we're good at the feminine in our work or in our relationships we haven't done that sliding uh, you know harmonizing in both so we're we're learning about it we just haven't figured it out and we're still in a paradigm that is affirming keeping that masculine front and center instead mm. of in harmony with with feminine energy and so we're just not it's like the blind spot right now yeah that's yeah. my that's my opinion and i am open to hearing what else is going on because i feel like i'm a little bit like This is the peephole I can see that answer through. There's probably a whole bigger answer to it. I I don't purport to know the answers of the workings of the universe.
0: (laughs) You know, one of the things is interesting what you say because of the principles that sort of society is organized around. And and my teacher, uh, Armand, once said that, you know, society is sort of organized around the principle of power and influence, and money. But he says it doesn't have to be that way. Actually, if you organize around the principle of presence and connection, we would have a totally different value system. And him coming from, uh, you know, as a small child from a village in Peru, you know, there were different principles around. So it doesn't have to be this way. And I think because we're so inculcated into this this way of thinking and this way of being from the time that we're born we think like well this is the only way it can be because it's the way it's been for thousands of years however you know there are lots of evidence of cultures that, uh, hundreds thousands of years ago that were much more matriarchal that actually were much more in touch with that that archetypal feminine in in the tribe
1: agreed i mean if i could have could have the experience of immersing myself in that peruvian paradigm <laughs> that you're talking about um and that's what i want to do i want to bring women together because we're we each have maybe little pieces of that and examples mm-hmm. of that in our life it's not that it's totally missing but yeah. i may have it in one area and another woman may have it in another area another person i'm open to men uh may have it in another but i want to come together and and piece them together and like mm-hmm embody just like how I had to do in the beginning. I have to, in in order to embody it, I have to be given some awareness of it.
4: Right.
1: And I can meditate till the cows come home. And I may not get that awareness because that may not be in my come through. Right. Right.
0: And and that's one of the reasons why I love the, the, the shamanic work that I do, because I've seen women really transform doing this work where they learn to embody their feminine presence in such a way that it's so, it's totally feminine, but very, very powerful. Um, And it is really something beautiful to behold.
1: And I think you just hit on something. The power of the feminine. This is what the woman said to me 20, whatever years ago, to me when she stood in front of the room, the most Powerful energy we have is feminine power. Right. And I wanted to understand why I was open to it. It's not weak, <laughs> it's nothing to do with weak. It takes courage to be vulnerable, it takes immense strength to uh go deep like you said to listen to right. intuition and then well, to direct your masculine to do well, that
0: if you look at the, some of the ancient archetypes i mean look at Kali, right Kali <laughs> is a is is the hindu goddess she's the goddess of life and death because when you think about it i mean look i don't care what you say women are still child bearers women are uh, the people who give birth to life right? And That's women, magical.
1: That's a powerful that thing. That
0: <laughs> is more powerful than, than anything else in this world. Um, I'm, I'm curious, we have just a couple of minutes before we go to break, but you like to work specifically with women leaders. I do. And, and I'm curious, like, what's the biggest challenge in, in getting women leaders to really not just understand what you're talking about, but really embody um this idea of feminine power
1: likely you know like I haven't really sat with this for long but likely it's the fear within of letting go of the paradigm they're currently working in and so there's nothing wrong with it but when they're ready to have more access to more of what they want my invitation is to explore and embody the feminine in whatever way that means for you, you know, everybody's definition of feminine is going to be different. And to start where you're at, you know, but the challenge is internal and external. It's what we know, what we know, and we don't know what we don't know.
4: right?
1: And we haven't thought it through. We haven't been been present to this. We don't have enough women role models who are leading in their feminine
0: right right and that's why i work with women
1: leaders
0: (laughs) most of the women who are 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 out there who are famous who are in the media and stuff they tend to be very masculine women leaders aren't they
1: a lot of them are and there are a few emerging um you know and there are a few who have passed that we can look to i mean i look at mother Teresa or princess diana you know right. too, and me they could they could pick up the phone to any world leader if they wanted to right. they could raise money millions without having a dime in their bank account
0: right absolutely,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yeah they were always taken care of you know it's just there's totally like when you think about that you're like huh huh you're right there is another paradigm <laughs> yeah
0: Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, and, you know, you mentioned Mother Teresa, it just kind of reminds me of that quote from the Dalai Lama or attributed to the Dalai Lama who said that uh, the the world will be saved by the Western woman. Yes. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's something that we can all be much more present to is the fact that here in the West, we live a very privileged life compared to majority of people on this planet. And we have the ability to really shape and change things, regardless of what seems to be going on around the world. And it's really up to us to set the example and to, to really make a stand for um, these ideas that, that we know are, are so important and really need to get out there. All right. It's time for us to take our last break. I mean, the time flies so much so quickly when we're having fun. When we come back, maybe you can um, pick a card for us, give people an idea of, of the cards, and, and maybe let's just talk about what are some things that, uh, some tools for women leaders uh, who are listening of, of what can they do to be more in their feminine power and, and how to recognize when they're not in their feminine power, Okay. You got it. Awesome. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Laura Rubenstein, and we will be right back after these messages.
2: Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the Nonprofit Sector Connector, coming at you from my attic.
0: Two, the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity. Okay, Laura. I, did you pick a card for us for our audience?
1: I did.
0: Uh which My one did you?
1: Deck here and okay. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the, the, the cards, first of all, are designed in two ways. Uh or they're designed with two sides that do different things. The principles is on the pink side and on the multicolored side is the practice so these are feminine power principles and practices so the principle today i chose that chose us is allow the process to be the process Mm -hmm. sometimes logic and strategy are ineffective Mm -hmm. sometimes they have to just allow right this is the concept of allowing so Um, The practices in the cards, we have three different types. One is something to do. And that's what this is with the star indicated at the bottom. Sometimes it's an affirmation and sometimes it's a contemplation or journaling um, question. So the practice is quiet your mind, place your attention on your feelings. And instead of making something happen, allow for something to emerge. Hmm. So using the power of your body wisdom and mm. your inner wisdom is about allowing the process to be the process. And I think that is a message for me as a answer to a question. You said, how are we going to get where we're we going to go? What is this? It's we've got to allow the process to be the process. We have to quiet and allow for something to emerge. Mm. There's this allowance. We're too trying to force and you know square peg round hold whatever um we have to let go a little bit and um trust right trust the trust is big trust the universe trust yourself um and stay awake stay awake to what do you mean by that to yourself mostly so the the, the part in here this is place your attention on your feelings I think we're we are so used to numbing out our feelings, right? Keeping ourselves busy, going shopping, trying to go to the next whatever event because we're so tired of being cooped up, or you know, um, drinking, whatever it is, eating just to avoid feeling. I'm not saying don't do any of those things. I'm just saying, notice what you're feeling in. Right. Every or any given moment, because our feelings, our emotions, I know some people distinguish them, but I'm not distinguishing it right now. Use the word that works for you. (laughs) They are wisdom messages from our soul. And when we push them aside, we are dissing our soul. Mm -hmm. And they're the answer. They're the gold. Mm -hmm. They're going to guide us. They're going to allow something to emerge. I can't tell you how many times when I've stopped judging myself, when I've stopped pushing through, when I've stopped avoiding or keeping myself busy, boom, my whole world changed.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
4: A
1: solution arrived. Somebody else did it for me. The world changed. You know, like, let it go, people, let it go and let it allow, let it flow.
0: Absolutely. I cannot tell you how many times over the last 12 years, that me and my wife have been running the wellness center in the station that when we would go away on vacation after maybe having not taken a vacation for a while, how when we came back, like something happened that, that we'd been waiting for, or that we didn't even expect that just like took us to the next level. And and it's so funny how, when we get out of our own way and just allow life to happen, it it completely supports us, doesn't it?
1: Yes, and. And allow, and we allow something greater to come in and do, we don't have to be the master of the universe, right. right. And control everything. In fact, you know, a lot of times I'll talk myself off the ledge of drewing to do that and say, please just resolve this for my highest good. Allow this to be resolved for my highest good. And then I can let it go. You know, a lot of people say, let go, like God, that kind of thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, a good reminder for me today, too. So <laughs> I appreciate that opportunity Amazing. to do that.
0: <laughs> great. Great. No, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we just have a few minutes left of the show. I'm just wondering uh, uh, if you were to talk to to women leaders, like right now, what one piece of advice would you want to give them that we haven't already said on the show? Like, what's one thing you want women leaders to know um, that can support them into accepting that feminine presence their own feminine presence more
1: men love a woman in her feminine essence because mm-hmm. <laughs> we haven't talked about that yeah. you know like if you're we're talking that or the masculine loves the feminine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the healthy honorable masculine adores and embraces and wants to see her light not only that this masculine needs that light our world needs our light
0: yeah yeah
1: so we That's need to simple. cultivate it <laughs>
0: right 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 um okay so so the card deck is out and and where can people find it
1: at femininepowercards.com
0: ooh nice and simple i like nice that femininepowercards.com
1: Feminine cards and so-
0: yeah. Um. And so w- what else are you doing around this? I mean, besides the card deck and stuff, what else are you doing to, to help women in this
1: way? I'm creating the space and place. No, well, not a physical, like we'll come together in a physical place, but it's called the Ignite Your Feminine Soul Retreat and Program. And it's really for women leaders to come together to let their hair down, mm-hmm. <laughs> to stop to come out of the silo not stop but come out of the silo and join our energies boost each other's you know give each other a little more fuel a little more um nurturing know that we're not alone mm-hmm. and so it'll be a six-week process virtually and then come together for a weekend of connection in person oh. um, at a retreat space and that will probably be the first retreat will happen later this year
0: Okay, great. And, and so if people want to connect with you or learn more about the retreat where, where can they go? where's the best place for them to find you
1: They should email me at Laura at transformtoday.com because right now the website is not up but it will be <laughs> <laughs> Laura at transformtoday.com and and grab grab a, a deck of feminine power cards start your own journey. You know continue your journey you're, you're probably on the journey at this point um you know have it add a little extra tool with you
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, and so besides the retreat program is there anything else we can look forward to in the future around
1: this from you just more, yes i'm going to be having a podcast called the feminine pulse ah. i'm doing that with asma metcal and uh we will be putting that out too together because she does and she's a woman feminine leader you know who talks about Getting into the flow and as Mm -hmm. well, so I'm looking forward to the podcast uh, airing. We've already got some in the can, so to speak. So it's going to be coming out also. Uh,
0: About when do you think in July? Probably in the fall. In the fall? Yeah. In the fall.
1: We're doing it very feminine, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes the feminine happens super fast, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it you just have to allow it to emerge as it's going to be.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Laura, thank you so much for taking the time to come on my show today. It's been a pleasure having you on. And, you know, we, we've known each other for quite a while now. And and I, I'm just thrilled to see you doing this work. And uh, I, I highly, highly recommend people to reach out to you. So thank you.
1: Thank you all
0: right all right and you take care and and thank you my loyal listeners as always for tuning in without you there's no show and of course if you missed any part of today's show you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc and you can catch the conscious consultant hour on all the major podcasting platforms apple stitcher google spotify pandora iHeartRadio. we're everywhere and i think I have, I don't know how many episodes I ever get, but it's getting close to 400. So I don't have all my episodes up there, but I have a lot of episodes up. Um, So you may want to go back in the archives, see some of the old one. I've had Laura come on the show before when we talked about my book, um, Everyday Awakening. She's the primary force that helped me to get it out there. So she's wonderful at what she does. So uh, definitely check her out at www.transformtoday.com. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, later today, we have Frank Harrison and his show, Frank About Health. And tomorrow, Friday, we have, of course, uh, uh, Tommy DeMisa with the show, Philanthropy and Focus, Stephen Fry, Always Friday, and Joseph McElroy with the show, Wise Content Creates Wealth. And then next week, of course, Monday, we kick it off with Graham and his show, The Mind Behind Leadership, followed by uh, The Edge of Every Day with Sandra Bargeman. Thank you all. Everyone take care. We will talk to you next week.